My name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Hello everyone, my name's Jared. I'm playing the uh, character of Thrain, Path of the Giant Barbarian, and he is seeking um, to learn about his heritage of the uh, Frost Giants. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt, I'm playing Niall Silverman, the uh, Monk Owlin. Hi guys, my name's Simon, I'm playing the character of Ember. He wants to be a master of wildfire, but does he have the skills to be best one? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. My character is Harry Harrington the Herringon, a roguish merchant with a heart of gold. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lost Archives, everybody. My goodness, it's so good to be back with our Return of the Giants campaign, the premier giant-themed homebrew 5th edition campaign, which has very, very conveniently started uh, so that when Bigby's uh, Glory of the Giants came out, we could absolutely start milking that for uh, extra content. Um, very, very nicely worked out for us. So we are all here. We're all very excited to be jumping into the campaign. I do have a little bit of news to share tonight. For those of you who live in the Brisbane, Gold Coast or Sunny Coast region, and you're not doing much on the 14th or 15th of October, you should come on down to Eagleby to check out the Collector's Market, which is a little nerd convention that's going to be going on there. There's going to be some really cool things on display. One of my favorite manufacturers of dice towers is going to be there with a whole bunch of like hand-carved and resin dice towers. I'm going to lose a fair bit of money to that, to that stall 100%. Um, so there's going to be lots of really cool things there. There is one other cool thing that's going to be on on the 15th in the morning around about 10 a.m. Uh, I'm going to be playing in a live D&D show there on the main stage. So if you want to come and check that out, uh, Ooh, please nice. feel free to. I am going to be dressed up as my character. We are all in cosplay. Um, I am playing a tiefling divine soul sorcerer. So I wow. will be dressed up in full costume. That was part of the requirements. Uh, I've never cosplayed before in my life, so this will be great. And um, it's going to be lots of fun, so make sure you come and check us out. It's going to be uh, going to be really fun. I'll chuck some links in the uh, comments. It'll be the pinned comment if you want to come. It's uh, fifteen dollars for uh, for a day pass, so it's uh, it's not going to break your wallet open. And well, that bit's not. Everything inside is the really cool shit that you're going to want to buy is going to absolutely drain your funds. But at the same time, Steam Summer Sale is uh, is also over, so you should have at least a few dollars left over from that. Hopefully, it's, a, it's a savings from Steam Summer Sale. Exactly, yeah. Dave. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, make sure you come on oh, down yeah. and check that out. It'll uh, it'll be at the um, Distillery Road Market in Eagleby. Should be lots of fun. Uh, I've never done D and D on a stage before, so I'm a wee bit nervous. But um, it's good practice because uh, without giving too much away, for those of you who are in uh, Brisbane next year, there may be an opportunity to come and see us as the Lost Archives do a live show. Um, there's a potential there so i'll let you know more about that when i know more about it but midway through next year there's a possibility we might be doing a uh, lost archives live show in, uh, in damn Brazil. so i'll keep you posted about that yeah it's been it's been a bit of a wild ride um there's some there's some people who uh some lovely lovely people who i've been connecting with recently through the stream and um there's a whole wide community of uh, of live shows there who are really keen to get us involved and get get us on board. So there'll be some cool things to things to do in the future. So watch this space. More more fun things coming. Um, 
that was the that's the most exciting thing I have to share. The next exciting thing I have to share is uh, Starfield's coming out pretty soon, and I'm trying not to get too hyped, but it's it's looking pretty good. And then I also recently saw the new trailer for um, the live action One Piece. And I'm trying to stay cautiously optimistic about that too, because that looks pretty good. And then Wheel of Time season two comes out soon, and I, I'm full blown hyped on that. Like that hype train left the station years ago. I'm a massive Wheel of Time fan, Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson both, uh, when Brandon took over that series. So very, very hyped for all three. Uh, so that's that's my nerd nerd excitements in the near future. Um, any any other any other fun things that I've missed um, in terms of the. What was that Ali? I'm seriously hoping that we don't have a, a launch No Man's Sky situation. Oh, yeah. oh look, No Man's Sky Possibly. was an it was an interesting beast. The problem with No Man's Sky was that the development, like clearly, as we've seen now, like the amount of love that's gone into it after launch, and it's achieved everything that they originally promised. The problem was, I think, when they got affiliated with PlayStation, PlayStation had a timeline and they had a hype machine they wanted to build for profit. No Man's Sky was a small team. Hello Games is a tiny, tiny dev studio. I think it was like ten people roughly yeah. when they were actually um, making it. It's ten fifteen. I don't so think so. Like it's got it got it did yeah. grow a lot, but yeah, when they were like that was ten people doing this massive yeah. scale game. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think it's going to be a No Man's Sky situation simply because I think you need to be a small team to have a No Man's Sky situation uh, and have sorry, and have a, another company the, uh... come in and overhype you. But I do sorry. agree. It's one of those times where we hope the hype doesn't um, totally eclipse the actual experience. Look, um, I'll be honest, I'm looking forward to all the uh, funny Bethesda memes and stuff. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I'm I, here for. <laughs> honestly, between games this year, like, I haven't really looked that much into Starfield, to be honest. Like, I've yeah. been sort of, I'm still like, you know, I'm still like Folders Gate 3. Of course. I'm still yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm considering buying Armored Core because I came out. Yeah, Thursday, actually, that does look pretty cool. If you look yeah. back, it's been a really good year for games. We had Tears right, of the yeah. Kingdom, we had um, yeah, Baldur's Gate three, obviously. Um, it's been a really good year for games. Um, yeah, Diablo, Diablo, 6, Diablo four, Diablo four, yeah, Fun Fantasy yeah. sixteen, as well, yes, Fun really Fantasy good. sixteen. Yep, it's been yeah, a it's really two weeks good. after Starfield is a. Uh... Lies of P and Payday 3. Yeah. I, 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 I have to say, the more I watch of the Lies of P gameplay, like, I don't know. I think there's 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 something that I'm a bit suspicious of. I don't know. I, maybe oh. it's because I've been watching too much Callum Upton and now I doubt any studio that I've not heard of before. <laughs> well, you, you know what I'm really excited for as well now? I saw the trailer for uh, Space Marine 2. Yeah. The Warcraft universe. They've used they've used the uh, World War yeah. Z engine to render all the Tyranids, which looks so yeah, good. It looks really good. Cool. If you can get really the Tyranids good. spot on, it's going to be an awesome game. Well, because yeah. it's World of War, uh, the World of War uh, World War Z engine, yeah. the Tyranids like climb on top of each other. And it's crash. actually I've I've seen These that massive, ladders. Yeah, I've seen that ten minute gameplay. Whatever, oh, it was man. twenty minutes, and it was I'm so hyped for that because yeah, obviously I'm being very, a yeah. Warhammer fan, like I literally have just bought the new Tyranid box. So yeah. I can have I? Can I play the as the Tyranids? Build, so. Like, I, I don't really care for Space Marines. I want to be the Tyranids. Can I play as the Tyranids? <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, I, Tyranids I are awesome, but no, I don't think so. I want, a, I want a multiplayer game. While you guys are all Space, Space Marine, Marine, I'll control a horde of Tyranids as like a, uh, what are they called? The the yeah. mind, uh, the, like the, the brain. Hive, the hive mind, yeah. Is it the, the hive mind? So, they got the, so you got Zelwyn Throbs, which are like, 
the, so the, the, there are collectors. The masterminds, um, I think I'm AI thinking. Advisor. It is a hive. Is yeah, a hive which is, there's, there's a figure in particular uh, like directs um, I think it's like called the mastermind or something. I could be wrong. Oh, no, 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 there's, there's heaps. There's heaps yeah. of different snipers. They've got a sniper. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. No, 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 that's this, okay. Actually. I'm going to restrain myself. Because <laughs> I can be here on all the different Hold me back. creatures and stuff, so yeah. I better not actually get into it. <laughs> no, that'll be, that'll be loads yeah. of fun. Oh man, so yeah, look, it's been, it's been a great game for, a great year for games. Great game for years. Great uh, Great game year. for years great year for games so uh yeah and uh, um, spider-man 2 in october that's that's not one we forgot oh yeah insomniac that's yeah huge yeah that'll be interesting that's i think it's going to be really good like the whole stuff with yeah. venom that i've seen so far looks awesome having peter and miles as like dual playable characters is just awesome like being able to it looks like you can switch between them depending on how you want to approach each situation obviously miles is quite great for stealth having his little uh, active camouflage that he can uh, he can engage so yeah i think it'll be really cool to be able to switch between them and then yeah yeah i'm excited i'm very excited for that that's gonna be great fun oh for sure give my playstation a workout on that oh my goodness well look we better jump into this session or we could just spend all oh, night talking cool. about exciting pop culture things that are coming up in the near future <laughs> i remember way back at like probably like episode 30 of uh tyranny of dragons andrew um Kalija, who was playing with us at that time had the idea of maybe we should have a uh, episode every month where we talk about pop culture for an hour or an hour and a half still to this day really good idea i just, just haven't had time it is. to sort it out it is a great <laughs> so, idea just haven't had time to sort that out i will get on that um alrighty, let me do a quick recap and we will jump straight into the session so previously oh and the other thing we'll need to do as well jared we'll we need to record a new intro for you so yeah we'll yeah well we forgot that last session. last week did so we'll do that in time for uh, for this one Alrighty. so previously the tempest adventuring guild a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Niles, where are we? Sorry, Nyra, <laughs> Lyra, Niles, Harry, Ember, and Thrain have all arrived in the nearby settlement of Laspire on a mission to locate the hill giant fort recently seen flying overhead in the nearby area. After assisting with captured villagers in a uh, nearby cultic camp, the group have traveled back to a small encampment, deposited the villagers, and headed into the town once more to try and disrupt the source of the constructs. Before they could enter the town, however, a shadow passed over the sun high above, a large green dragon landing in the field next to the team, atop its back a rider dressed in a long green cloak. Yerveth, one of the founding members of the guilds, had heard the team's call for help and had made his way over to offer assistance. With Yerveth now running distraction on the constructs, the team made their way through the town and, after navigating the various environmental dangers, arrived at the mouth of the giant's obsidian and electrum sphere. Passing through a small opening, the team arrived into the inside of the sphere, a confusing network of gears, springs and moving parts, seemingly bound by an internal gravity system. Harry decided to help himself to one of the crystals powering the sphere, but after he found himself unable to grab it, decided to shoot it with an arrow. This caused the crystal to detonate, damaging the party heavily and knocking Harry down to zero hit points, incurring minor brain injury as a result. Once the party had healed Harry enough to walk, they navigated through the now defunct section of the sphere and reached the central core. Finding themselves once again projected into the realm of the mind, the team conversed with the construct running the sphere. They learned that this construct was no longer in control, however, the emergency protocols having been activated a few days prior. After disrupting and then destroying the emergency protocols and powering down the sphere, the group took a well-earned break. One that was interrupted by the arrival of a newcomer. 
a Goliath of the Frost Giant clan, traveling far from the north, on a journey of his own, Thrain encountered the party inside the slowly rebuilding settlement of Laspire as the constructs that are finishing powering down are still attempting to recreate most of the village as it was before the uh, initial deconstruction. After a few moments where it looked like things might turn potentially violent, Thrain wanting to have a bit of excitement and prove his strength to the party, the group were able to show themselves as allies rather than potential threats. Shared by the bond of the giant tech implanted in each of their hands, the group decided that it was time to try and locate the hill giants. However, it seems the hill giants had come to them. Flying over the centre of the town, an enormous hill fort constructed of wood and metal built into the side of a hill, hovering 100, 200 feet in the air, settled down and crushed a nearby forest. From inside, a number of hill giant guards emerged, and as the group headed towards them to announce themselves, they were invited to meet with the Jarl of this particular clan. We left off last session, as the party were escorted through the gates of this enormous fort, slowly making their way up the dirt pathway, winding between the various uh, houses and, uh, and longhouses, half built on, half built into this hill itself that has been converted into a flying fortress. As you all make your way up towards the longhouse, the doors are opened for you. Inside you see an enormous banquet hall a massive open fire pit, taking up the entire centre of this longhouse, over which a huge spit slowly turns, roasting hunks of meat three, four, five times the size of yourselves. In fact, as you look over towards the far end, you see a whole cow being spit-roasted on this enormous spit. At the far end of the hall, half hidden in shadow, an enormous female figure sits atop a wooden throne. You can see from this distance that her face, even though half covered by the, the shadows uh, cast from the flickering torchlights above, you can see scars running down the side of her face and down onto her lower jaw and throat. Her long dark brown hair braided down one side, but half torn away, scar tissue breaking the hairline on that right hand side. As you stride into the hall, the warriors and hill giants lined up along the edge of this spit roast, seated at massive tables, enjoying huge mugs of mead, enormous cuts of venison. All slowly fall quiet, the raucous laughter and music beginning to die down as you enter the hallway. As you step up and get to the end of the, the long hall, you can see this hill giant seated on the throne before you. I believe last time there was a brief pause as you guys were sort of all watching there before off to the side a much older looking hill giant uh, long grey beard braided down across his uh, across his stomach a uh, bit of a beer gut sticking out a bit of a dad bod um, but dressed in layers of tartan and plaid holding an enormous uh, what looks to be almost like a, a makeshift bagpipes as he slowly moves it around onto his back and looks down at you. I think you'll find it's custom to kneel before a queen uh, as he looks towards all of you. And I believe that is where um, we left off last session. Yeah, I just apologize and kneel. 
Harry takes the knee. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yep. As you do so, Gunglot, Jarl, Queen of the Hill Giant Clan, looks down towards you. Her face is, yeah, marked by this scar tissue. Her eyes, this almost beautiful, muddy green, flecks of hazel and brown, marking these otherwise bright emerald eyes, giving her this very, yeah, very dignified air, but quite an intense stare as her eyes turn towards you. Up close, you can see that the wooden throne she sits atop is carved with images of creatures, massive elk, stag, as well as a creature that I would say most of you don't immediately recognize. In fact, the the, the armrests take the shape of this enormous long neck coming out of a large central shell, almost like a turtle in some ways. But the head itself is marked with these large jagged spikes and spines, almost like frills coming out from underneath and on top of the eyebrows, forming a very draconic looking head. As Gunglots leans on the edge of the throne and looks down towards you, her voice booms out loud enough for everyone in the uh, the long hall to hear. So, what brings five of the small folk up before the feet of Jarl Gunglot? Niles kind of glances around. <laughs> yeah, this is quite an interesting thing, isn't it? You've got three new members, two of you are from yeah. the old group, group that were sent. Um, I, sort of look, I sort of look at Lyra and, and say, kind of shrug, and I say, should we tell her? I guess there's no harm. Um, I look back up. Uh, your, your Majesty, uh, Lady... Uh, Y'all, 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 I, my name is Niles Silverwind of the Tempest Guild. Uh, we have come to your lands uh, to uh, introduce ourselves uh, and to discuss um, the giant's reemergence in these lands and and how they may be interacting with some of the smaller folk. Um, in, in, in case in point, uh, the city of La Spire, uh, the one that you flew over a few days ago, uh, we're hoping just to discuss that a little bit, if you Indeed. Mind. You have a pretty warble, birdie. You talk well. It is interesting. I was expecting indignation, expecting arrogance from the small folk. After all, the last messenger we sent out was told that these were no longer giant lands, that we had given up our ancestral home when we vanished. We did not vanish. We were banished. And this is not how we accept. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I, I, I believe that perhaps there's been a, a misunderstanding, a miscommunication, if you will. Uh, I don't know who it was that told you that these weren't giant lands. Um, I just believe that the lands here are a little bit different to perhaps what uh, you may be used to or maybe what you had been accustomed to before you were uh, wrongfully banished, might I add. Um, I think now we come here to speak perhaps about a way of, of coexistence, perhaps, uh, and what that might look like moving forward. 
You sing a pretty song, birdie. But we know that you have already deactivated <laughs> the sphere. Uh, it's more so just as a means of, 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 of perhaps just... The sphere had already caused some issues for some of the townsfolk. Many, many uh, have been displaced um, and have had to flee their lands. Uh, not unlike yourselves, obviously. Uh, many dead as well, I should add. Yes, thank you, Lyra. Um, we, we just thought it'd be best to uh, make a, take a pause on the sphere for now, uh, seek your counsel, and then perhaps discuss things moving forward. Um, we just wish that we would protect the lives of the, of the small folk, if you will, um, so that we could perhaps seek audience with you. Hmm. Interesting. So you say that you came to seek counsel, yet you have acted against our interests without any qualms, any pauses, any chances for communication. Is this how you seek counsel? And she glares down towards the five of you. Behind you, you hear the sound of chairs slowly being pushed back as a number of the warriors begin to stand, hands reaching for axes and hammers on belts. Um. Hell, I guess like the thing I'm trying to figure out here, this is where the party now has been in a weird spot mm. because we have many different sort of like avenues now. Like, like, So you two are very much Tempest. For me, Owen, how would my character, now that you've sort of known a bit more about the backstory yeah, yeah. and stuff, how would he be reacting to the hill giants? Would I, I'd, would I, I'd, I imagine I'd be in reverence. A little bit. Um, not not as much as if they were frost, obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah still 100%. I mean so far Thrain, um I mean it sounds like the hill giants are the ones who have been kind of I would say hard done by or poorly poorly represented. I mean you you know that this was giant lands. The the Goliaths never ever spread from their original enclaves. There's there's been no new yep. Goliath enclaves created steading since the uh, since the time before the ruin like because you that is giant land and the goliaths and furbolgs have respected that from the time of the oh, ruin is... and before i'm gonna be on so, the giant side so to be honest thrain's probably at this point <laughs> slightly more on the giant side the only thing i will add thrain do you want to make me an insight check mm, all right let's, let's do that because there Actually, are some similarities yeah, there are some similarities between I rolled a two. <laughs> six. Wow. Yeah, I mean this Thrain, this this Jarl seems cross. Um, you would know that as the Jarl of this clan, she is not to be trifled with as the as the chieftain of this particular group of hill giants. And from what you understand, from what was said outside, there's a bit of a civil war going on amongst the hill giants. She used to command all of the forts. Now she commands one. I mean, this is not a person whose authority should be questioned at at this point. This is someone who potentially is dangerous. And I guess the one last thing, with Thrain being here, obviously I don't have the mission that Niles has, and I have the whole sort of being sent out through from the village and the stone. The the stone, would I just show that to them without any... I wouldn't be hiding that, would I? You've you've been told that you need to seek the giants and and their understanding and insight to understand what this is and what it means and and how to harness its its gifts. I mean, as far as you've been told, this is a gift from the giants. There'd be no reticence showing this to the giants at all in in Thrain's mind. 
Perfect. Cool. Um, yeah, that's good. I've got some context now how to delve into this Thrain, situation. I would say, though, that so, Thrain would know that it is probably not a great idea to speak without first being addressed in the Hall of the Jarl. At okay. least for the Goliaths, you would know that when a matriarch is in, is in conversation... You answer questions you don't ask them at this point. Perfect. There will be a time. You know. Yes. You know that if if courtesy is to be observed and the and the courtesy of the giants is to be observed, you will be offered a chance to ask questions at the end. But during this period, you yeah. are answering her requests, not oh, the other way around. Perfect. I got Niles the, does not the seem context, to have got so. that hint though. Uh, <laughs> is the is what uh, Thrain well, is no, realizing. But only Thrain knows well, this because nah. this is. Well, you know what though. I, yeah, I, mostly see, answered. Nah. Yeah. Niles is probably playing into a different uh, set of skills. Uh, not that he's a very charismatic character, but he does have. Uh, he is. I did take the courtier, uh, the courtier, uh, courtier background. Yes. So he, so he kind of knows. Yeah. He gets the gist of things, and I, I wouldn't say that he's completely uh, uh, cognizant, perhaps, no. some of the things that are going on at this moment. So he's, he, you know, he's still sussing it out. Probably not to the same level as as Thrain. I will add Ember knows what Thrain knows. So Simon, Ember okay. would know the same level of things that Thrain knows because, again, the Furbolgs are from a very, like, you share an ancestry with the giants as well. Um, I mean, the many of the yeah. many of the features of culture are quite similar, if not exactly the same. So for Ember as well, this is quite similar to how things are done in the Enclaves. Perfect. I, I glance around the room. I try to get, like, a bit of a, a feel on what's going down. I, I can tell, like, the tensions are rising, and Niles wanna, is kind of like... Do you want to make a perception I or an insight like, check? Oh, yes. Roll a dice. For I'm Niles, gonna... at least, if you look at Thrain, you've only just met him. Just yeah. to, to see the, the the force of nature he sort of was when he rolled in, to see him sort of, like, more restrained would also probably be yeah. telling. That would be interesting to me, actually. Yeah. yeah. Perception 17. Thrain is much more reserved than he was even five minutes ago. Interestingly, Niles, wow. as you look around the room, at first glance, you thought these were soldiers or warriors getting ready to do combat. But you catch a few of them with sly smiles on their faces. And their hands, while reaching for weapons, aren't pulling them free. It looks like there's some sort of performance going on here, something you're not really sure of what's happening but but you do catch at the back of the hallway two of the younger hill giants two of the younger probably if they if they were humans in there like maybe like late teens early 20s um having a bit of a laugh and nudging one nudging one another pointing at all of you standing before the yard that there's something else going on here right all right right i i put on a little bit more of a fearful look um sort of play into this uh, feigned sort of tension perhaps that I'm, I'm picking up on um, and I sort of say oh, it, we, we did not expect to find the, the, machi- the machines in Laspire, we, we were simply sent to Laspire to make contact with you with your, with your kind and, and to discuss things um, uh, we, we weren't aware that you were anywhere nearby uh, this was all new information to us uh, in, in fact it was only recently that we came uh, to the conclusion that the hill, the hill giants and the machines were connected. Uh, we thought it was some other um, machination at play. Uh, so in, uh, I apologize for perhaps interfering with your operations here, but uh, we only did what we thought was best for the people of Lespire. Um, now that we know that you were involved, it uh, changes things. Do you think the hill giants stupid, bird? Of, of course not. Do you think us... Not gluttonous savages oh where are my manners we have not offered you any food oh no 
Well, <laughs> I think it is a, a failing of us to have not offered you food and succor now that you have arrived in our halls. Please prepare our new dishes. Guests, prepare our new guests. They must be hungry after their journey, no? I know I am, as she looks down at all five of you. I just, I bow lower to the ground. <laughs> it's, it's subservience. While, uh, while you're doing that, does anyone else, I want to know what everyone else is thinking at the point, at this point. Yeah. Lyra? <clears throat> yeah, Lyra's just thinking, he's like, are we about to be the dinner? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry, what are you doing at this point? Uh, he's making himself even smaller. He's just trembling. He's a, he's a tiny little rabbit man. Mm. Ember. I, I feel like I'd be kind of impressed, actually, because you're in a big hallway with, you know, like ancient relatives kind of thing. And yeah. At this stage, I mean, like, yes, she is being very, you know, strong, but I don't know whether I'd be actually fearing, maybe cautious, but not necessarily scared. I'm, I'm, I've left my town for adventure, so this is kind of... This is the adventure. Fact. Alrighty, perfect. Yeah. So, so, and Thrain, what are you thinking or feeling at this point? I, so I've been obviously reverent, but to be honest, yeah. Thrain keeps glancing at the food on the tables. And <laughs> her talking about food, he's actually getting a bit hungry. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So it sounds like the non-giants are a bit scared. The two giant kin are a bit, uh, they're not as, they're not I, as worried. I think, I think Niles is kind of like, he knows there's something else going on. Yeah. But he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to let it, like, he doesn't want to like make it, like, he doesn't want to give it away. He's kind of playing into the fear a little bit, just to sort of play along with it. But he is aware of it. He just doesn't want to like. He probably like, is scared too. Though. Oh, deep down, he's probably scared because he's never seen giants before. This is all yeah. new to him. But he, and he can see them laughing. It doesn't necessarily mean he's safe. They're just laughing. Like they could still embed an axe into his face at any point. So he's so still true. scared. But yeah, you Harry hear... is genuinely oh, terrified. Genuinely terrified. in his deepest yeah. gut. Uh, terrified. Okay. You hear a giant from behind you, a large warrior. Um, shoulders incredibly broad, barrel chest. Um, he pushes through the crowd and looks down at all of you. As you sort of slowly turn around and look up, he looks down and goes, I'd have to pick those feathers out of my teeth. You hear, uh, you, you hear a little from the front, and as you turn around, the older scold, the older hill giant man, you watch as he's like, covers his mouth. The Jarl turns and looks towards and goes, Really? That is what broke you? Hey. And from that point onwards, you hear the sound of laughter. And as you turn around, oh. the rest of the warriors are slapping each other on the back, laughing. One of them walks forward with a tiny, like, cut of meat. And he's like, oh, I was going to gonna put this up my nose and then pull it out to put... Oh, you too soon. Come on. As he calls out from the back <laughs> of the hall. Um, the Yarl sort of laughs a bit. Goes, we had a bit of fun with you. Apologies, Yal Ganglot. We know, we know the reputation our kind have amongst the small folk. You will excuse us our merriment. We saw an opportunity to have a bit of fun with you. We care not for 
technology of the uh, the storm or the cloud giants we generally stick to things that we can use and easily understand the sphere is not of our making it was offered to us we decided not to use it very very long ago and buried it with a cache of other items that were traded and forced upon us all in the name of progress uh, its activation was an accident. We were here to disable it. You have saved us a bit of a job, so... Oh. Thank you. Oh. Uh, there's, a, like, a relief washes over Niles <laughs> as he hears this. Um, oh, well, uh, a pleasure. However, you have not fully deactivated it, have you? We don't understand much of how its functions work, but our latest, uh, our latest readings from our giant forged... Uh, said some mumbo-jumbo about powering down and some sort of consciousness, but it sounds like you are using it to rebuild the town of Laspire, no? Uh, Is it for a favor? Yeah. This town, Laspire, it is built on top of uh, an old uh, vault. Many things were kept there. Items that we used to use, items that we have never used, items that we no longer have any use for. We may at some point need to access it again, but if this is what is going to happen every time we come close, we're going to need to figure something else out, no? That is a good point. Um, maybe we should have asked the Sphere if he could add a little vault door on the side of the, the, the old town there. Maybe it would have been a bit more convenient, perhaps. Uh, that is an oversight. Uh, maybe we That's... could talk to the villagers. That is okay. We know that it will take some days to rebuild. We are going to send some of our builders and uh, architects out to go and try and make some sort of tunnel in from the nearby hillside. Oh. We will figure something out. Oh, but excellent. We need to know. Are the small folk going to try and attack us again like they did last time? Oh, I mean, I hope not. Um, we Especially can go tell we them. them. Yeah, we should tell them. We should, you know, not to mess up. This was the whole point of the of our excursion here. We were hoping to you know, smooth things over, talk things out, and then relay this information back to the villagers, let them know that it's all good, and not to be fearful. Well, not we're of missing. us, at least. Hmm. Are there any others that they should be fearful of? She shares a very pointed look with the skulls sort of coughs a little bit under his breath. <clears throat> uh, we are not the only tribe of hill giants. <clears throat> There's a pause, an incredibly awkward one. You hear the sound of shuffling feet behind you as the warriors begin to slowly make their way back to the table, not wanting to be part of this conversation. Oh. Gunglot just sighs and looks down. In the past, we were ruled by strength. Strength of the body. When I took power after the death of my cousin, I introduced a new type of strength that we might benefit from. Strength of the mind, strength of will, wisdom. But it seems two of my brothers have not quite got the hint. They are fracturing our people into splinters, believing that they should be the ones to rule. and. I was unable to stop them, physically. My time as Jarl of the Hill Giants is drawing to a close at this point. 
And after all the hard work I put in to make us better, make us stronger. What do you, what do you, uh, uh, pardon my intrusion, good luck, but what do you mean it's coming to an end? Are, are your brothers planning some sort of uprising, a usurpation? Yes, they will build up their armies and strength and then they will fight each other or they will fight me and then fight each other or they will team up, fight me and then fight each other. Till only one of them rules, that is how things go in Hill Giant society, how they went before all of my hard work. It sounds to me though that you might be able to use some of that wisdom that you've been building up. I mean, if you can convince them to fight each other first, uh, you know, their forces would be significantly weakened. And I mean, there are a lot of you here. I mean, surely they, you know, well, at least one of their armies would be less than the number of people you have here. <laughs> Plus the sky yeah. castle and the defenses. She looks over the, the crowd of warriors before you. Aye, these Drengia are strong, both in mind and in body. But this is not a large force. If you think this is the mustard might of the hill giants, you are in for a shock when you see Gundabad's army. Adding that one to my notes. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think we are in for troubled times. And while I admit my care for the small folk is small, I would hate to see you get squashed in between two conflicts of an eternal nature of hill giants. Particularly because, uh, well, it will put Sinmare's nose out of whack. Hmm? That would indeed. I, I was going to mention that the, the collateral damage from such a conflict would be, well, the small folk would most certainly be caught up in it. and. Well, if there's any way of preventing such a conflict from occurring, I'm sure that would be in the best interests of the small folk. Um, Yes. There is one thing that we had been considering. There are a number of pathways I am currently exploring. But seeing as you have proved yourself so adequate, shutting down the sphere and overcoming the defenses there, I think there is another task we can do for you. Tell me, though, the one who rode on Dragonback... Are they still around? I would very much like to meet them. Oh, un- unfortunately, our friend there uh, had had a business in uh, in Oxenford, I believe. Um, took some of our companions back to the city. Um, oh, well, another time, perhaps. Then, hey, I could perhaps pass on a message. Perhaps I, there's a likely chance that we will run into him again. No, if there our, is our important work he is doing, I would not want to interrupt. If he happens to fly this way again, I will make sure we signal him properly. No problem. Noted. I, uh, sure. I quite like the dragons. I had a companion when I grew up. A noble green dragon from Chiari. Yeah, ah. I was sad to hear of his passing. In our absence. That is rather sad. Well, if you are amenable to helping yourselves as well as helping me a little bit, I could send you to go and speak to someone on our behalf. Someone who has little time for us now. An ancient treaty broken long, long before my time as Jarl. 
but I doubt very much that any of the small folk will have spoken to this creature. And while, while she does not abide, how do I put it? Uh, lack of intelligence, lack of wisdom. I'm sure that you have proven yourselves already. I'm sure you will be able to talk to her and uh, convince her that the hill giants uh, can be trusted now, or at least I can be trusted now more than my uh, my father could. Is is she around here? Uh, yes, who, she is close is, by. Is um. Yeah. I'm gonna quickly jut in real quick. No one yeah, has yeah. insight-checked anything with she said. We're yeah, taking it by at her words. I love Frain when you guys do that. Very, Frain isn't a very big thinker, obviously, is by being a barbarian. Yeah. But I just want to quickly. I'm gonna quickly like just get some like. I'll do an insight check, I guess, if that's alright. Just to get some um. Just see yeah, absolutely. How her words are like sort of yeah, like, resonating with him. Yeah, absolutely. Thirteen's a little bit better. Not Thirteen. Fresh, um, but... this yeah, I mean. This isn't really what you were 100% expecting from the hill giants. I mean, there are two other clans, obviously, but, I mean, Gunglot seems reasonable, calm, controlled, and more importantly, calculated. There's an air of, I would say, planning going on behind her eyes there is this is clearly someone who has chess pieces on the board and in play and has just seen uh, a new bishop sort of come in from the left and is looking at all of you wondering how she can best use you is is that i mean not that niles would really know this yeah but is that like is that unusual for the hill I mean, giants? Like, the stories of hill giants that all of you would know, yeah. uh, minus Ember, obviously, because Ember and Thrain have a slightly different understanding of, of hill giants. Yeah. But the stories of hill giants paint them as these gluttonous, essentially kind of mindless monsters that would, excuse me, just consume, uh, that were uh, brutal and stupid, dim-witted, like, yeah, monstrous gluttonous creatures mm. i mean that's not what you're seeing here with with gunglots at all really i mean as as you look at the rest of the the warriors in the hall with her these are clearly incredibly strong warriors i mean as you look at them you can see that they are like i would say in terms of weight they're definitely overweight based on like a human's body shape but it's not just fat this is muscle as well mixed in and so they're, they're incredibly powerful they're built almost like um uh <coughs> excuse me is it the the um the gridiron players the american and uh, the american gridiron players oh, have, like, the yeah. really like broad broad shoulders like stocky bodies because it's it's about mass more than muscle yeah they're the guys at the front um, yes yeah like, yeah, yeah the ones at the front I'm going for a terrible analogy because I don't know much about sports <laughs> ball at the best of times, let alone American sports <laughs> ball. Um, it's a ball and you sport it. Um, so, but yeah, it's it's these are warriors who fight using mass, not just muscle. It's about size. Um, yeah. The armor that they're wearing looks fairly well made. It's mostly leathers with um, some metal studs pushed in as well. You can see there's some obsidian blades but for the most part, like most of the things that they're using look somewhat primitive compared to the giant tech you've seen so far. I mean, it's all yeah. it's all log fires, um, oil lanterns and chandeliers hanging from the ceilings. These look like 
probably how the giants were traditionally, long ago before technology and the giant magic was really embraced. The hill giants kind of look like, they're almost like the Amish of the giants, right? Like the way they kind of work, the hill fort being a massive exception to that, the fact that it flies. But um, mm, I mean, hey, yeah. if you get that much of a military advantage, you're going to take it. <laughs> so right. yeah, it's that that would be your impression but but again like you you would have grown up with stories of these monstrous gluttonous beings who uh, were in small groups would raid farms but then again now that you're kind of thinking of that especially now as you think upon this like this is the stories that the elves and dwarves would tell and all of you now know it's kind of the worst kept secret in nostea right now following the events of the Children of dragons campaign that something happened that banished the giants mm. from Nostea, and you know now it is well known that the elves dwarves and dragons were involved in that and they're gods mm. to some extent it's not like i yep. would say that like, the exact specifics of that are not fully understood yet but i mean there was an agreement made that elves dwarves and dragons could stay on Nostea for 100 years and when that time was up the giants disappeared instead something something happened some deal was yeah. broken and so yeah i'd say that's 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 sort of what all of you would know for for um for ember and for thrain i mean this is more or less what you kind of expected from the hill giants you know that there will be more stupid hill giants there will be ones who are more obsessed with food i mean all hill giants love their food it's it's a well-known fact that they're all gourmands when it comes to food uh quantity over quality for the most part but um they are they do love their food they love their wine they they are raucous they can be crude but they are still warriors they are still um they follow codes of honor same as all the giants do i mean these yeah it's not an uncivilized people it's just a more traditional civilization Mm. that's what you would know okay all right I mean, as this conversation is unfolding, Niles is like, he's gone from fear to relief to like almost now like a curiosity as yeah. he's sort of kind of becoming a little bit more comfortable in this situation, sort of realizing that there's actually a lot of logic behind what she's saying. And it's something that like Niles kind of understands having spent a lot of time in courts himself. Um, he starts to become a little bit more comfortable, I think, in this yeah. situation. Yeah. Okay. So, Thrain, I think you were... Did you want to say something, or was that yeah, more just Yeah, so together? I had the insight. Yeah. I was just trying to... So, Niles, have you got anything else you sort of want to throw out there? Um, Niles, no, I think Niles would probably at this point just be, uh, just say... Because we're talking about this this thing, right? This, uh, Yeah, he probably just goes down that train of thought and goes, Ah, oh, so this... Um, this, this her, you refer to her as a she. What... What, what is what is this uh, this being you speak of? Uh, what, what's the this being? Creature, a very ah. old creature. Um, I'm not sure what the translation would be in your tongue. Um, tortoise, turtle, tortoise shell, uh, four legs, long ah, neck. Ah. Oh, a, a, a tortoise? Yeah, to- ah. to- tortoise. Am I saying that right? Tortoise. You will have what, to forgive turtle, me. Perhaps? What, what, turtle. what is the difference? The uh, ocean. Well, yes. One is in water, said. one is on land? Yes. Ah, well, Mola lives in a bog, so maybe both. Maybe she is tortoise. Oh. 
Well, I'd very much like to see that. Um, interesting. And you would have us go to speak to her to talk about the treaty? Uh, what is it that you wish to us for us to uh, uh, to, uh, to do with this? Convince uh, her to talk to me. She, she and my father, and my father's father, and my father's father before him, had an agreement. She is a very powerful creature, very large. She was able to help us when we were gathering resources from the depths. She goes in water, uh, can go quite deep, deeper than we can on our own. And we find ourselves in need of uh, a certain substance found deep under the earth. Uh, it is a black liquid that is very flammable. We can use it for some of our machines. She was quite good at oh. finding reserves deep on the ocean floor. Oh, of course. Uh, a very uh, valuable asset to have. Um, uh, I guess we can see what we can do. Perhaps we can convince her to uh, join your ranks again. Uh, allies are a very important thing to have in these times. Um, we would see that rekindled. Uh, there is one other thing. As she looks over at the skull who sort of clears his throat uncomfortably, trying to get her attention and then like nods towards you guys. There is one other thing. Thank you, Skald. You forget your place. My father was unhappy when Mola refused to help us anymore. And he uh, placed a curse upon the lands which she resides in. Hence why she is not very happy with us at the moment. You will need to break the curse. The problem is that uh, we cannot, my father. Well, how would you describe him, Skald? As she looks over towards the Skald. The Skald looks incredibly uncomfortable, this older hill giant. He goes, <clears throat> a right bastard. A right bastard sums it up quite nicely, yes. Oh, oh that's fam family troubles. Ah. Uh. That is uh, unfortunate. Um, I guess we all have them, though, to some extent. Some far greater than others. Uh, uh, this curse, what, what, what does it entail? What, is, what, what would make him so mad that he would curse the land? That seems a rather, rather bit dramatic. There was, a, there was a war going on at the time, and my father tried to trick her into joining in as a combatant. She was not very happy after she slaughtered both regiments, the one sent to guide her to the enemy and the enemy. She broke off all contacts. My father, furious, placed a curse upon the land around her that keeps her bound there, keeps her stuck. The curse makes it... It's, it creates a, a, a type of creature, a what would be the translation, Skald? A, a, a gunsket. He sort of like rolls it over his tongue. I believe it would be a, a barogast. Yeah? Does those words make sense? Barogast? As he looks over uh, all of you. I don't think Niles has ever heard of a barogast before. Uh, can maybe, I roll uh, a history check? Sure, that? yeah, yeah. You can roll a history or an insight check. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a very hard uh, are, are, are they saying barrel? 
Barrowgast. B A O W G H A S T. Eleven. Niles. Uh, that'd be. Is it plus five for your history? Because you rolled an insight. Oh, I rolled an insight. I thought you said history or insight. History. Oh yeah. I, maybe I did say history insight. I'd say it's more a history than an insight. Sorry. Uh, oh, <laughs> let me. Sorry. Let me roll that again. No, no, no. Sorry. Don't. You, you can just add whatever it is for now. Oh, that's, oh, no, no. Add a. So, so it's, it'll a, just be, it's a five anyway. <laughs> it's a five, yeah. Don't yeah. worry about the natural one because you already rolled for the insight. So yeah, it's a, it's a minus one to your insight, which means it's a six minus one is five. So five. Nas, you've got no idea what this thing is. The words the words are common. <laughs> barrow, barrow, you know the word. You know what the word barrow means. You know what the word ghast means. You've, you've heard of undead creatures known as ghasts. Barrows are old graves where um, people okay. are often buried, kings or... Um, uh, warriors of high renown are buried in barrows right. down in the south of uh, Oshia. More on the Shattered Isles than Oshia itself, where the Leonin are. The Leonin often bury their, their honored dead in barrows to honor them. Uh, cool. Good. Yeah, so Nelson knows nothing about what yeah. they are, but kind of puts the two and two together and goes, oh, it could be something like that. The Yarl kind of seeing your confusion goes, ah, oh, maybe it is not the words that you know. Nothing to worry about, I am, I am sure, but... Uh, the, the creature is uh, immune to creatures of its size or larger. It was my father's ultimate insurance to ensure that Mola could not break free. But he did not count on small folk, having passed away 80 years prior to the arrival of the elves through the Sinmare's gate. Which means that you should be able to break the curse, no? Seems Small likely. enough to inflict damage, get under its legs, and uh, destroy it. That will hopefully help make Mola a bit more amenable to your requests, and then you can ask her to meet with me along the coastline. No, Does Mola no, speak no, the language? Mola speaks... Ah, yes, that might be a problem. Do we have spare translation matrix for them? The Scald sort of looks a bit disgusted. Uh, we carry none of that profane technology, but I can play a song which will allow them to speak with her at least for the next 24 hours. That and any other animal that they come across. Ah, there you go. That would be uh, agreeable, no? As long as it takes us less than 24 hours to get to wherever Muller is. Yes. We will take you in one of our long ships. We will take you over and drop you off there. We can't get too close, but we can drop you maybe an hour's walk away from the edge of the swamplands. Oh, perfect. Sounds good. Is there anything we need to know about fighting these barrow ghasts? Like any weaknesses or anything that they're unweak to? Uh, light. Uh, what would be the translation? Uh, ra- rad- radio. Ra- ra- radiant. Radiant. Ah, radiant. Ah. Very good. It is a creature called back from death. You uh, have them still, no? Creatures from... Unfortunately. Uh, there's Unfortunately. a type of magic. Um, the elves spoke of it when they came. Uh, Necromancy? To, yes, talk with deads, yes. Uh, but it, it's more than that. It is to raise dead, to command dead, yes. Uh, like that, it is a type of type of ne- necromancy. Yes, it is wow. a dark rune that uh, is placed upon the land. Mm. Uh, it is called a nithing in our tongue. Curse. Oh. And so speci- specifically, are we getting rid of the rune or are we fighting the Barrowgast? You will have to fight the Barrowgast. The nithing uh, will have faded long ago, leaving just the monster behind. 
Uh, but if you can destroy the monster, the rune will burn whatever is left of it. Ah, very good. It is not the only form a nithing can take, but it is one of our more extreme ones. So, the skull so eloquent would put, my father was a, uh, a right bastard. Indeed. Um, that sounds agreeable. Uh, at this point, Niles looks up at Thrain, like very interested to see what Thrain is doing, and kind of like Niles kind of looks and goes, um, uh, Thrain, did you have any questions you wish to ask? His eyes are just plastered on a massive hunk of meat. Uh, Thrain, <laughs> as this conversation's been going on and you've been eyeing off the meat, one of the warriors, uh, probably... Uh. I, the, I did mention this before, but I'll, I'll say it again. Most of the hill giants in this room look no older than 40 in human mm. terms. The skald, who looks like he's in his 70s, is the oldest giant in this room, clearly, by a large margin. Um, Thrain, you would know that, and I would say probably Ember too, you would both know that um, often in, uh, in in the tales of, of giant society, especially hill giant society, um, life was pretty brutal and warriors to die of old age is a is a, a shameful thing for warriors drengia yep. uh, uh, in this in this tongue it's a, it's a shameful thing to die of old age it is um yeah it's it's, it's a drain um, on resources to be old and infirm it is far better to die in battle um as a hero but no as now sort of picks me up i get mm-hmm. Oh yes, what, what what do you want? Sorry, I was a bit preoccupied. One of one of the giants behind you, Thrain, one who looks like he's maybe forties, nudges his companion, sort of noticing you. He raises his helmet, this uh, curved antlered metal helm, places it down, reaches over and tears off the leg of this spit roasting cow, and then holds it out towards you to grab like a handful of meat from it. Okay. Now, context again. Is this is that a good move or a bad move? <laughs> you've been offered you've been offered food as a guest in a home. It would be rude to not accept. Okay, perfect. It would be a, it would be um, an insult to not cool. accept. If you were offered food or drink in the home uh, of a of a giant of any sort, it is uh, yeah, it is dishonourable to not to not accept. Oh well, thank you very much. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> and I I take the hunk of meat and start just tearing into it yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the more the more gusto you show eating food that is is provided for you like that is that is a a, oh, a, a, a show so of gusto. appreciation to the hosts it is it is very much an honorable thing to do to uh 16 to, to show enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean three as you just dig into this haunch of roasted cow there's an appreciative nod from one of the warriors as he sort of like leans down a little bit, arm on the table, sort of getting down a little bit closer to you. So his enormous face uh, is only sort of like 10 feet above you. Noble warrior, you are one of our little kin, no? Uh, Goliath, I believe you call yourselves. <laughs> Puts it like, let's yeah. sort of actually like, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I. I hail from um, Olmia. Um, I'm from noble stock. I, my ancestors can trace their line back to Jarl Ulflik. You watch as the two hill giants who are kind of paying attention to you, these two warriors, sort of pause a little bit, look at each other, look back and go, Really? You can trace your line all the way back to Jarl Ulflik? Oh, that I can. It's um, half the reason why I'm out here. I've been waiting my time. I didn't want to 
you know, I didn't want to impose, but I want. I have. I have questions. Uh, how are the f the first giants doing? I we haven't seen our big brother can clan for so long. Like uh, they are having troubles similar to our own. They're not the same. Not an uprising of Gustav. He spits. You get the sense this is probably an insult that he's just used. <laughs> yeah. But they are having troubles of their own. Problems far to the north. It seems that their ancient halls have been invaded by monsters. Ah, uh, to do noble battle with creatures Wait, of ice and what, snow. What monsters do you speak of? Do you know? Don't say much. We have not spoken to them since we came through hmm. the rift. The large hole that was created in sky. Mm. It is a shame you you're not you from Hill Giant stock. You could be. You eat like one. <laughs> As they nudge each yeah, other. I, when you were talking about how they are, I was like, did I make uh, the wrong giant? Possibly. <laughs> uh, but, um, no, um, oh, this. You see, sort of like a smile across his face. No, so you'll say giant monsters, eh? That's. Well, Huge once I'm done down here. Vicious. I, <laughs> I look at. We, we all need to go up north, guys. That sounds amazing. Don't uh, you all want to when fight these troubles monsters? are dealt with. When the traitors have been put to rest. So I guess, like, I'm talking to the giants, but I also yeah. looked at the party, too. To, like, the, my excitement <laughs> at fighting these massive monsters. I, I look at I look at Thrain, and then I look at, like, Yal Donglot, and I'm like, um, I think we may have to uh, deal with uh, this little issue with uh, Yal Gunlot oh, first. Sorry, my my enthusiasm gets the best of me. I apologize, uh, Yal uh, Gunlock. I can't say properly. Gunlot. I can't. Yeah. That's fine. I am this. throwing in like actual uh, Swedish, Norwegian, and Icelandic words and names for this. So um, um, I apologize for any Nords, uh, Swedes, or uh, Icelandics <laughs> for the uh, terrible pronunciations. I am no yeah, doubt. Yeah, I don't even know what my accent language. at the moment is. It's sort of probably in the same vein, but so I apologize too if it's not on. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> At, at, at this mention of the monsters invading the ancestral homes of the frost giants yeah. in the north, um, does that strike me? Does, does that ring any bells? Like, do I? Does I like the? Is I'm imagining the north isn't like heavily inhabited in Ostea. Oh, it's not like, at all. The north is deserted. Oh, okay. The far north is. Oh, you know, okay. the clo the closest settlement to the north isn't a permanent one. The city of Drifthaven is yeah. probably the closest to the north and it follows yeah. the currents it's a, it's one of the floating cities that the um the maloran orcs live on that the tempest guild actually visited uh, not That's too correct, long yeah. ago also why i took orc as well and dwarf as well yes mm -hmm. because so it's probably probably one of the furthest and it, it the currents that it drifts on take it probably further north and even then the the vast tundra that covers the pole is oh. mostly uninhabited um as far that, as Niles would know. Um, Niles is starting to make... He's kind of he's coming to a conclusion in his mind. He's, he's putting two and two together. Because he's remembering potentially untrue words, but the archivist, back when we were in the, the house feed or whatever the... Yeah, yeah. Um, he mentioned that there was something in the north as yes, he well. Did. Yeah, he said there was a, right. uh, a, uh, a large... Um, a large device there, which uh, yeah. connected to many other devices. Okay. Yeah. Niles doesn't say this, but he kind of just nods and sort of uh, 
nods to himself and kind of takes us on. Um, um, cool. Yeah, like, sorry for talking out of turn. Um, I do have one question. I show her my hand. I have been sent from my tribe, my clan, Stronghold, to uh, discover sort of the purpose of this here stone that is embedded in my palm, my hand. Do you have any um, insight into this? Uh, is anyone else holding up their hands? Looks like Niles is holding up his hand at the same time. Is anyone else holding yeah. up their hand to show it off? I just need to know for mm. her reaction. Maybe just like like Ember's really not. tentatively like... <laughs> Niles kind of like turns around and goes, oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I forgot. And okay. sort of puts his hand up. And Harry's still a tiny rabbit hiding behind the rest of the party. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um, yeah, Ember, Ember, no, but uh, Lyra and Niles sort of. Thrain like she hasn't been hiding it, and like yeah. probably at the mention she'd like. Thrain, I don't think Thrain I don't doesn't think... really have much caution in stealth. No, and Niles is feeling pretty confident, so yeah. he actually shows them. Yeah. Gunglot leans in, looking closer. You can see up close the flecks of hazel in her eyes almost reflect a little bit of gold as she stares across and looks at each of your hands. Those of you who are showing. That is very strange. It looks like giant technology, but I have not heard of any devices to be uh, jabbed through into uh, into the flesh. That seems very interesting. Where did you pick these up, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I myself received it from my clan. Um, I don't know much about these here. Um... I, yeah, I, I've said my piece. Like, that's probably I just sort of trail off as I'm Niles, eating the N- hunk of meat. Niles just says, uh, "Well, if we were in the city of the Spire, like like we mentioned, and uh, well, we came across a device there. Uh, perhaps it was in and amongst that vault he's me- he mentioned. I, I believe it might have, might have been uh, 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 excavated, um, and, and unwillingly we seem to have uh, activated it, and it seems to have embedded itself in our hand." Well, Wait, answer. you guys have activated these. I don't think Thrain has. No. Uh, no, no, Thrain hasn't yet. Not not intentionally, Thrain. Uh, we, we simply what? touched it and then it... it what did you do? What? This is... This is momentous. This is... Ah, this is very... I knew there was a reason I came here. Perfect. You must tell me. Uh, well, uh, I don't know why... Uh, put in time out. Time yeah. out. I can do that. I'm very good at causing trouble. And no, they don't want you to do that. That's why we got put in timeout. I, I, I just touched. We just touched the device. Uh, that's how it ended up. In I start head. touching it. I start touching it. Yeah, no, it, it was cold. A... It was like a it rod was... when we saw it the first time. Wait, hang on. Hmm. It did not. What you you said it was a rod about yay big, and you watch as. Yarl Gunglots holds her hands out to, to demonstrate a rod roughly about probably a meter long. Very small, black, and uh, covered in electrum. Strange runes. That's giant hole in the ceiling. That's I, do right, remember, yes. I do remember seeing this. When I first took over as Yarl, I, I was shown the vault, and there was something locked in glass that looked like this. What was it for? She looks over towards the skull who sort of shrugs. I'm sorry, God, but I was never allowed inside the vault. It was not my place. When you, was, when you all 
discovered it, that you had, you were able to access, what happened? Uh, we went into a dream, but sorry, just before we get too far into that topic, um, Lyra just sort of had a bit of an idea, and it's like, uh, uh if in order for the excavation to have managed to get a hold of this the thing, uh, by the way, it's like a a dream thing, like it, like you like uh reenact things from dreams. Like past. Dreams are things of storm giants. Uh, we, we they believe in the power of dreams and portents. Uh, what, what, what? what about a memory then? What do you mean? But like it stores memory, like a mind. Well, imagine, imagine this. Imagine a memory in your mind that you were able to go back to and replay in real time. She sort of looks a bit confused, looks over to the skull, who shrugs. I can imagine what you are describing, but it is not something that we we use. Uh, I'm sure it is something. It sounds like something of the storm giants to me. That kind of Perhaps their obsession with examining the past, the present, to learn the future. Sounds it like their sort of thing. Yes, it does seem to be a little bit more aligned with the stone giants, but storm I suppose... Giants, sorry. Oh, the storm giants? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it does seem to be something more aligned with the storm giants. Yes, um... Yes, it is a little bit of a hard concept to, to describe. We, we ourselves are not quite sure exactly uh, that what this is. Um, I suppose the easiest way I can say is, imagine being able to go back and revisit a memory, and perhaps choosing to do something differently. That Wait. seems. To see, Did you to all see. say? Are you? I'm just, uh, no, 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 I apologize. No. She, she pauses. She pauses and lets you speak. No, no, she doesn't. So uh, d- the way you are speaking, you—did you experience yourself a memory of some sort? Uh, yeah, that's why we got put in timeout. It. it it wasn't the thing is though thrain it was a memory it was definitely a memory but it wasn't ours it was a giant's i just i think he would have like a smile across his face as he sort of you you accessed a giant's memory you were for a time a a giant per se yes oh that does sound fun doesn't it (laughs) maybe i can't wait to to try this this sounds Fun, a new challenge. I, to, to really this one, then that is quite well momentous. Y'all, oh, sorry, no, you go, you go, you go. <clears throat> I was just gonna say, y'all, um, I'm just a little bit concerned when the uh, when the this artifact was excavated, you said it was in the vault itself behind glass, yes. Was that there is... anything else in that vault that was would be particularly dangerous, world-ending, bad to be in I the don't wrong know about hands? World-ending, but there would have been many things uh, powerful and dangerous there. Uh, Any time we uh, we were given technology, anytime we traded for things that we did not want or did not use, we would just put them in the vault. So there were lots of things that were kept there. That sphere was an attempt by the cloud giants to trick us into assembling castles for them. They uh, thought they were so clever. But we saw through their plan. We chose never to activate it, putting it in the vault instead. There were many things like this. When you see a group of giants as stupid and easily manipulated. And to be fair, there have been periods of time where our Yarls have been stupid and easily manipulated. My cousin, for one. 
there's a history there of the other giant clans looking down on the hill giants, treating us like lesser. But our father Anam created us all. Despite what the storm and cloud giants would tell you, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Arrogance of the cloud giants is what is uh, their undoing. Thinking that we would just activate these things that they gifted us? <laughs> no, no, no. We are not so stupid. She pauses for a second as the skull goes. Yes, but the small folk might not know how bad the cloud giants are or where these items came from. I think perhaps what this little one is asking is if these items were no longer kept safely in the vault and if they were distributed, would they do damage outside? Oh, yes, they, they could do great damage. Yes, it would be a shame if any had got out of the vault. Yes. Okay. And I'm not here to tell you what to do or anything, but uh, if maybe uh, it would be possible to do that tunneling uh, on maybe the, the quicker side with the architects and maybe see what else might be missing from the vault. I mean, if if this has gotten out, who knows what else could be out there? She she nods and looks towards some of the warriors who are currently digging into food. She lets, lets out a very low whistle. Sorry, Drengia, you're on tunneling duty today. And as they start to complain, she goes, I, I do not want to hear it. The small folk raise a very good point. Once again, we are cleaning up cloud giant messes. Go, put down your meats. It will be here when you get back. You will help the others dig, no? As they begin to complain again, she goes, Do not complain to me. I care not. Take this to the cloud giants if you really want to raise a stink about it, okay? Go, out of the hall. Shovels, the back gates. Go, 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 go. As she begins gesturing them, as the warriors begin standing up and grumbling I to think, each other. You know, I yep. think Thrain would probably find himself just automatically just falling in behind the warriors. As you as you get to the door, one of the uh, one of the other warriors begins handing out enormous shovels and picks. And as <laughs> you get to the door, he like looks down, goes to hand you, and goes, <laughs> "I do not think you can carry this little one." Oh. That sounds like a challenge. I, I would love to try. <laughs> All right, then. Both hands out, knees partly bent, and keep your back straight. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to try and grab uh, He leans down and hands you I love a... That no, uh, one, no one from the party's like, three, where you go? 13 foot... Uh, to be fair, Yal Gunglot's pretty big and takes up almost your field of vision. It's probably True. fair. That... <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's do it. I'm going to need you to make me an athletics check, Thrain, as he hands you a, uh, a 15 foot high spade. <laughs> Really, actually, there's so something that might like be helping you here. Yeah, I do have the racial thing for little giant that lets you hold large, you can carry larger items, I believe, as if they were. So yeah, the purposes so I'll of... just do that. That might help. Yeah, I'm you count as one size larger when determining better. your carrying capacity and the weight you can push, drag, or lift. Yes, it does. It lowers yeah. the DC slightly so... for you, definitely. I got a 14. 14. Don't know if that's enough. As you, as this giant places the enormous paxel, I'm going to call it a pickaxe shovel into your hands, <laughs> the double-ended paxel, your knees buckle under the weight. And for a moment, Thrain, you feel like you're going to drop this or it's going to crash you underneath it. There's a pop from one of your hips as you slowly <laughs> begin to lower. But right as it's about to hit the ground, you finally manage to get a better grip and a better position, and you slowly begin to lift this thing up back to chest height. The hill giant looks down at you, nods, and goes, Very good. <laughs> Very good. But you're okay, not good, going to perfect. be cutting you're not going to be cutting stone with that. What? <laughs> no, I'll see you all later. By all means, I will catch no. up with you all. 
Don't be ridiculous. You are guests. Guests do not dig tunnel. Maybe latrine later, hey? <laughs> As he bends down and takes the uh, the paxel off you. Uh, I'm dejected. I walk back to the party. Leaving so soon, Thrain! <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, I got... I get a bit excited. Uh, oh. I get caught up in things. I must say, it is rather uh, nice to see you so at home here. This must be quite a remarkable experience for you, actually. Oh, no, very much. I normally uh, a bit more louder and a bit more upfront. It's nice to be sort of around and just, just almost, and sort of looks around a bit sheepishly, like I'm with my own people, so it's very nice. Indeed. I, uh, While I you sort have of miss... Oh. No, 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 I was going to say, you guys go. Uh, I just say, ah, yes, actually, now that now that you mention it, it's been a while since I've been around my kind. Uh, yeah, it's 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 been a long time. I wow, I haven't really even. What do you mean? That. In forest, there's so many birds. Do not feel at home. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. He actually, look, the thing is, the thing with that questioner, I don't, that's not him being sarcastic. No, it's no, I actually I, I, no. that. That's the thing. You probably can understand. You probably get that. He's not being. No, at, at this point, at this point, I mean, we've only known each other technically like a day, but like at, at this point, Niles is like kind of aware, and he kind of like lets out a little laugh and goes, "Ah, well, no, no, I, I, I am at home in the forest. That is not a lie. Um, but no, it, my, my own people, my own, my own kind, my own Owlet uh, folk. Um, it's been a while since I've been back home, so." Yes, uh, I haven't really had a chance to think about that. I was so caught up where, in this adventure, I never Where, where about do you it. hail from, my 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 bird friend? Uh, I I hail from just outside Oxenfurt, about a two days walk, um, just in the uh, in the uh, in the in the in the hills hills there. Oh well, perfect. We shall go and see your home soon, I guess. Eh? Make you feel better. That why not? Oh, I mean, if we're in the area, let's go. If we are there, that would be nice. Um. But I think Probably there are some... Oh. I mean, we could go now if you like. Oh, uh, we have we have a, we have a lot of our place I now, right? I think I think it is in both oh, our interests. Sorry. If right now you go and talk again. to Mola and we go and deal with this problem with the vault. Yes. What do you there think? There is more pressing matters. I apologize. I like I said, get no, a bit no, of head. No, it is good to see. I rewards uh, initiative in Madrangia. Those who can show initiative, but remember to complete one task at a time. No. Yes, that sounds good. Thank you so much. I apologize greatly. If you had any other questions, now is the time to ask them. Otherwise, I will go and see if I can send words to to Sinmare and attempt to find out what other items may have got lost. That that was actually my question. Um, I was going to ask you uh, what your your status was with Sinmare. She is not uh, responding. I have... Uh, requested aid from the storm giants twice with this civil war that is going on amongst the uh, the hill giants. Uh, I've had nothing back. That leads me to my second point. Um, this may be of some of, of some benefit to you. Um, the the giant technology, the the technology that you seem to have not relied on, and and, 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 and in some ways rightfully so. Um, that may be. Uh, that may have come at a bit of a benefit to you. Um, we have heard that there are some uh, malfunctions with the technology since you, the giants have returned. Ha. Um, 
This is what we have said for generations. And you watch as she gets very excited. Yeah. If people are fallible, their creations are going to be just as fallible at the best case scenario, if not more fallible. No? That just is common sense. Why do other giants not get this? Ah. Oh. It's. Well. I just think it is worth knowing. Um, it, yes. it may have come back to you as a great boon. It already has many times in the past. It is good to hear that once again, it is working in our favor. That is very good to hear. Although, well, given that you have pieces of giant technology implanted into your flesh, perhaps this is not so much good news for you, no? <laughs> no, that no, 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 just laughs. <laughs>, laughs. No, no, this is this is great honor. This is not nothing to be ashamed of. Everyone and pointing to the stone. Mm. I have had a completely different experience yeah, exactly. than these guys. Just one quick question, just before we go, um, just to make sure that I'm on the right uh, path. So we're going to the swamps to go talk to Moldova, who is being bound by a Barrowgast, or she has been turned no, into no, a no. Barrowgast? We're going to take off, take out the curse where the Barrowgasts come from. It's not the where Moldova is. Location is one and same. The Barrowgast was bound, the Nithing was placed upon the land where Mola sleeps where she resides. She is unable to leave that location or go too far from it. We will but take you by long ship. Not, but she herself is not a Barrowgast, right? Like, if we attack the Barrowgast, we won't be inadvertently attacking her. She sort of shrugs a bit. Uh, things could have changed since I was last year. I hear it has been many years since we were here. I, but I don't think... I do not think she is a Barrowgast. The, the curse was not to make her undead, just to trap her there with one. That's a rather... I yeah, now that I think about that, that's a rather nasty existence to yeah. be spending all your time with an undead, huh? Yeah, total bastard. So, what you're saying is this sounds like a challenge. <laughs> this well, is, this what is are a we challenge. All waiting for? Only a worthy Drengia could overcome such a thing to break a nithing, a particularly strong one. That is a thing that uh, many of my noble Drengia would volunteer for in a heartbeat. I'm well, sure you will do. I shall. No, I will prove my worth. Don't you worry about that. As she looks over again, she sort of pauses as she looks at Ember. Furbolg, I am sorry I have not given you the proper welcome. And she reaches down and from behind the throne produces a small sprig of holly, which she hands over towards you. Do you oh. still carry this custom? Uh, we sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ember. I mean, to be, to be ha to handed a, a small, handed a small branch of of leaves. That's, I mean, furbogs don't do that amongst each other or with other races, as far as you know. That's this is something new, as far as you're aware, or maybe something very old. No, uh, well, yeah. So no, this is an this must be an ancient custom. We haven't done this, as far as I'm aware. Ah, oh, this shame. I always thought it was quite beautiful. Handing over a piece of uh, piece of greenery which could be sprouted and, and grow into a new forest. It is good to see your people oh. are still here. When we uh, okay. when we were banished and the Furborgs were not with us, I must admit I was glad that you were there to still care for the lands, care for the natural world. Oh no, we've we've done that done that quite well actually. So. Uh... No, happy to. We're glad that we all left it, that task to take care of the lands. Um, can I actually ask though? You yes. mentioned that the curse was 
placed on um, Mauler because she was forced to fight an enemy. What was the enemy? Ah, uh, the Hill Giants. It was a uh, battle over territory. This is before the, uh, well, this is after the first unified clan, before the second unified clans. The Hill Giants have always been a uh, chaotic group. Civil war, it seems, is uh, inevitable amongst our people. Or at least it is while we remain ignorant, ravenous savages. I've been trying to change that with mixed success. And now we have the same issue with your uh, your brothers fighting yeah. for control. Yeah, yeah. not um, very happy about do they also Do they also have use for this material that uh, Mauler helped source for your father? Yes, the the, uh, the black the black liquid, the fire, fire oil. Yes, they do. All of our long-ranged cannons, our uh, our fire casters use it. Uh, you cannot see it now because we have uh, buried most of the weapons under the hill, but uh, this can turn into a fully a fully functional battle station if we are to, uh, to go into combat. Giants do not just fight on the ground. We rain fire from above as well. Uh, we will need uh, plenty, plenty of fuel if we are to launch. Good. And you don't think there's any chance, obviously, you said that uh, you've taken a more uh, intellectual path than what your brothers have. Is there any chance that they've thought to also go and get this material? Oh, I'm sure they will be trying their best to get it, but without Mola to help them, they will only find very small uh, quantities. It is it is only with her help that uh, my father and my grandfather before him were able to... to have so much in reserve uh, enough to last us while we were in the astral space uh, we still have some left some small meager reserves if it were not for my younger brother running off with most of them we would have no need of bothering Mola. but given that he has a large portion my older brother does not he is uh, going to be needing to find some himself i, I doubt he will try and enlist the help of Mola, though he is one who likes to do things by himself not rely on others will be his downfall, I think, in this case. Okay, okay. Uh, I look forward to meeting uh, Morlock. <laughs> it's interesting you ask about the fire oil. There is something different about you, Furbolg. Touch of the flame to you. I, uh, I, I do run a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> Your people, they still... Care for and protect the natural spaces. We do. We uh, we we work the land, and uh, when we come of age in my my tribe, at least we we venture out to the other lands to see what we can learn and gather and come back to our lands to make it more fertile. Hmm. Good. I approve. It is good to wander and travel. Hill giants have always known this better than any of the other clans. It is good to see in others. Well, my scald will take you via long ship. I will send you with one of our fastest over to the edge of the bog. Be careful. It would be a shame to have to report back to your uh, your companions and your dragon rider friends that uh, your bodies are lost in the swamp forever. It would be an awkward conversation. Oh yes. I, I don't want to get lost in a bog either. Try not to. Uh, would Lyra know if Nostea already has oil extraction going on? No, Lyra, no. This, I mean, you know that there are there are some like oil lamps and natural oils are used, but 
deep sea oil? No. God, no. No discussion of this at all. No knowledge of it as far as you're aware, Lyra. This is this is very much new information. The idea that there's massive reserves of fuel under the ocean. You've never heard of that before. Sweet. And uh, I can't quite remember, have we already given the Yarl a business card? No, you haven't. I think Lyra sort of has a feel around, see if she's got one of Mira's uh, cards oh, still in her yeah, bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say you do. And, yeah. is, and she's, if, uh, if you do need to contact anyone because our bodies have gotten lost in the swamp or you just want to contact someone from the guild, uh, talk to Mira. Um, I, I'm she sorry, leans... this is probably a little bit too small for you, but... Yeah, she leans down and holds out her index finger and you place the card upon it. It looks like a stamp. <laughs> like, probably be even smaller. It'd be like a... Yeah. Uh, what would it be? It'd be like a... Um, you know, like a, a hole punch? It punches out those little holes in, in paper and there's like a little oh, circle yeah. left behind. It's like a tiny rectangular hole punch. As she, as she takes it and looks, she breathes out and you watch as it <laughs> she just disappears off. She goes, oh, um... And as she tries to catch it, she sort of loses it in her hands and she looks down across her robes and goes I am I am so sorry um, I will I will ask for Mira we will we will get a message out to Mira the Tempest Adventuring Guild <laughs> Tempest Adventuring Guild why do I know that name and the skull leans over and whispers in her ear ah you are the ones who, who brought us through the gates you are the ones who, who, who freed us from the astral space King Mion died helping you specifically not us specifically, but the the same uh, gathering of people. You are of the same tribe, no? You are same same clan. Uh, am I using the right word? Same family. Potentially, that is correct. Yes. Yes. You we should. Are. You should have mentioned. <laughs> you should have mentioned earlier. I would have not treated you in such a a way when you first arrived. I. Oh well, you know, we didn't want to let those uh, uh, that that event. Uh, we, we, we were just, you, uh, yes, you're right. No, I, <laughs> I will make it known. I will make it known amongst this fort that you are giant friends. I name thee, all of you, giant friends. Oh. You are guests of Yal Gunglot. You're welcome here anytime. Our strength is your strength. It is the least I can do to repay you for helping us get through the rift. No, you are honored guests here. Make it known throughout this fort. If there's anything you require, it will be provided. You are, for the moment, not on the menu. And she gives you a bit of a smile and a wink. <laughs> Harry, Harry stops sweating profusely. Oh, is it like, is it, how, how sweaty are you? Is it like a puddle of sweat? Like, yeah, there's, there's, there's a puddle of sweat. sweat. <clears throat> okay, they can't actually sweat. I don't know how rabbits work. Rabbits can't fancy. sweat. It's, it's, he's yeah. been shivering. He's just been shivering. Oh, yeah, he's been shivering. Oh, so you're, oh, actually, yes. do you know like, what happens? Like... Harry's ears are engorged with blood because that's how they cool themselves down. My ears are very rabbits. swollen. <laughs> you know how you spotlight rabbits and they just go, sort of get stuck in that, like, yeah. That's almost been... Yeah, the yeah. entire time Harry's been here, he's just stuck in that spotlight, like, stance the entire time, just stunned. Deer in the he headlights. looks like he has minor traumatic brain injuries. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Lyra has cured that, though, Anymore? but yes. He's been cured. Yeah, Lyra has cured that, yeah. But point. he looks like he has some right now. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think um, yeah, cra the cranial contusions have been healed. You are no longer suffering from minor traumatic Perfect. brain injury. Yeah. Um, but he's shivering like he's not. The skull steps forward and bows. 
Please, follow me. I will lead you to my longboat. I will take you to the edge of the bog. Perfect. Let's get going, hey? This yes, shall be fun. Indeed. We shall be back Adventure before you time. Good luck. Um, is there anything yeah. that Harry can pick up and use as a makeshift shield in the room? Like, I don't know. Would that, would that be like a bottle cap for like one of the uh, the, oh. the like yeah, the I'd say I'd say probably one of the. There's like a a small cook pot, a um a cauldron lid. Um, oh oh yeah. no, even that'd be too big. Um, yeah, that'd be massive. Oh, I, I, the lid of a stein. One of the one of the steins there. The lid is broken off and is like hanging on the edge of the table. You could probably use that as a small shield. Otherwise, Harry, if you wanted to use a makeshift shield, um, I mean, there's fragments of wooden board that could be, like, I mean, even, even a bit of bark. I mean, as, as you walk down the long hall, many of the internal columns are trees with the bark still intact. These massive redwood trees. And as you, I mean, as you reach up and pull off a fragment of bark off the uh, off the columns, you could easily use this as a wood. The the wood has been treated and and stained and uh, exposed to smoke for a very long time. It's become hardened and almost petrified. Easy, yeah. And uh, Harry like chews off some wooden bits so he can make a handle for it as well. I mean, you'd have some leather straps in your in your pack, a hundred percent that like you yep, could use done. to fashion a shield. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, you can you can add a uh, you can add a. A normal shield, or you can you can call it a, a, a bark shield if you like, an nice. oaken shield. <laughs> Harry, oaken shield. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, as the scald leads you down outside of the longhouse and around the back half of the fort, you can see there are almost what look like docks set up hanging out from the back of the uh, of the next section down, the next tier down of the hill, uh, down from the longhouse. This long section of docks with large, what look to be almost um, sailing boats, dragon head prows, uh, long, tall masts with beautifully coloured and stained um, sails. And the boats are hovering in place. At the very centre at the helm, each one has a crystal with what looked to be electrum wires moving down through the helm into the underside of the hull where similar white crystals are embedded at four points uh, at the front, two at the front, two at the back of the hull, allowing them to bob in place. You can see small swirls and gusts of wind moving underneath around these crystals as they channel the uh, elemental plane of air. As the scald leads you down the docks and onto one of the longships, this looks like a much smaller boat. If it was human size, it would probably be a very small fishing boat, maybe like a small schooner. Uh, but for the giants, this may as well be... Sorry, for you, this may as well be a man of war. It is enormous for you. And as you climb over the edge, the seats are far too large for you. In fact, the side of the boat comes up higher than your heads can see over the top of. Um, as the skull takes to the uh, the rudder and casts off, he notices and looks goes. Would you like me to fetch you a box, or shall I describe to you what I see? Ah, uh, please. Nice. Box. <laughs> he box leans up. down and pulls out what looks like a, a locker, a foot locker, filled with spears. And as he as he pulls it across the deck and shoves it up against the side, uh, for you guys it's about eight feet tall. But as you clamber onto it, uh, you can now see over the side. As the longship rises up into the sky and begins moving over the forest, you can see a large river 
running along the edge of the forest, on the other side of which is a vast swampland. It looks like this is your destination, as the Skulls immediately runs the boat towards it, changing his uh, position and tack to move with the natural winds that are swirling around the uh, upper reaches. The boat doesn't go too high, only about sort of 40-50 feet off the ground, staying within uh, easy reach of the, the ground below and the trees below, giving you a perfect view of the, the land beneath. As you approach the edge of the bog, you can see that it is overgrown with vines and thickets. Where the water gets up a little bit deeper, the tree line breaks for patches of uh, reflective water, dark and brown, but shining with the blue sky above when you hit that angle just right looking down from above. In the very center of the bog, the Skald points out a region of islands surrounded with small copses of trees but everything seems blighted the trees themselves are mostly dead the water this dark gray the natural lush landscape giving way to this large region of almost decay in the very center of the bog not far from the edge of the river only about a three-hour walk but much faster by a flying longship. As he gets closer to the edge of this blighted area, the longship begins to vibrate a little bit, and he quickly adjusts the, till the tiller, moving it off towards the side before touching down on the surface of the water. Only, uh, I'd say probably within eyeshot, maybe about an hour's walk tops from this blighted area. Well, this is as close as I can get you. You will have to walk the rest of the way from here. Oh, almost forgot. Hold still, all of you. This will come in handy. As he pulls forth the bagpipes, begins playing a low, mournful song. Around him, you watch as runes begin to slowly appear and fade out. And as he finishes the song, he reaches forward with his hands and plucks these runes from the sky, placing one on each of your chests. A surge of warmth rushes through you followed by a sudden moment of comprehension. The bird song around you changes from beautiful, beautiful warbling song to speech in an instant. The frogs croaking in the distance suddenly become words that you can understand. There, you can speak the language of beasts now. I think that will help you with your conversation with Mola. Thank you. Thank is the you, least Skull. that I can do, giant friend. So, in the Goliath um, dialect, at least of the giant sort of stuff, I will give him like a like a goodbye, but like within that uh, that language. I want to see if he actually picks it up. So you say goodbye in giant? Yeah. So, it, but like, because I know like me and uh, Ember speak giant, but we have our own like Goliath dialects that have been sort of come yeah. across like oh and and obviously fair bloke so it'd be interesting to see what actually yeah yeah as you say uh i think it'd be hey uh, door in swedish i think is goodbye hey oh, uh, door as you say that a little smile touches his lips i wondered how much of the old tongue you spoke it's um <clears throat> 
little bit different these days, I think. Um, I don't know, like, I hopefully got it as much as I could. Poi ten vobro? Yeah, look, I don't know what that means, personally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. It seems that some of the language is still lost. Well, uh, once you have sorted this out, perhaps there is some time you could spend, maybe with your frost giant, uh, Kimno. They might be able to teach you things. Oh, oh, there'd be a lot of things I could learn from them. They'd be amazing. Can't wait. He gives you all a nod. Good luck. Perfect. All right, let's go, team. Let's go, huh? Who's excited? We're going to beat the curse, kill this bottle gas, whatever it is. We all ready to go? Come on! I jumped. I jumped down into like yeah. the bog. It goes well, up I to mean... your knees instantly. Fetid, swampy water. Um, the bird calls that you can hear around you uh, switch to alarm, alarm, intruders, intruders, and the birds begin sort of flying away from the nearby trees as oh. you uh, drop into the uh, the swamp. <laughs> The I frog guess cries. No, we might be here. This would be good. The frog so, cries. Uh, you can hear. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I'm sexy. As the frogs begin, because <laughs> that's what frog calls. That's what they're for. <laughs> As uh, I've been hoping that someone would cast speak have, with animals the whole of Tyranny of Dragons, and no animals. one fucking did. No, no one did. We so. have speak with animals. That's why I was so I was so confused for a sec. Okay, that makes um, so much more sense. You can speak the language uh, of beasts. Yeah. Yep, as the yep. birds fly away, I look at Thrain. I look at Thrain as the birds fly away, and I'm like, oh, look, Thrain, you, you scared all my friends away. I say like, very sarcastically. <laughs> oh. Wait, so they are your family? <laughs> in, in a way not, come not. back I did not mean to give you dishonor please come back <laughs> I, just I do it really loud and booming as it like goes through I do thaumaturgy actually at three times <laughs> to gain their attention <laughs> the birds had just left so I scream this <laughs> as, you, as you scream it out all wildlife please, within two kilometers of you takes flight. You watch as groups of birds suddenly rise up. A, a, a flock of, sorry, a murder of crows uh, rises from a, an oh, area look, nearby, letting out this be good. fucking loud, fucking loud as they take off Same, and begin I, did, I, I made sure wow. to um, make sure that I was not threatening. I let them know I did not mean to bring dishonor. They're more than welcome to come back. Did it as loud as I could to grab their attention. Hopefully they'll come back soon. No, it's just laughs. He thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> Why do you laugh? Um, I don't understand. I just. Oh, laugh. no, I no. I, uh, I thought I'd do a good thing. No, you did well. You did well. Uh, oh, perfect. To have, yes. Very good. Very good. I just um, I just sort of stretch my wings and, and, and hover up above the swamp. Uh, Are we, shall we get on our way then? I will wait for you here. You come back to meet me. No more than three hours, okay? I will see you in one. Ah, I like you. You have giant spirits. As we start getting ready, I, I put at my like frost axe in front of me, and I start doing like squats and stretches, and I'm doing um, a bunch of things, getting ready for the. Uh... You said you jumped yeah, into the uh, swamp water. As you do a squat, you wet your crotch with filthy swamp water. <laughs> Just hmm. dips it in. Yeah. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> like, I'm going to play it off because okay. I meant to do that. Cool. 
Um, the the water is not too deep in this section, but as you move between, you can see that this is yeah very much a, a bog. The tree line falls away quite quickly as you head inwards from where you are here, giving way to an area almost more like. I mean, the best way to describe it is kind of like the dead marshes in um, the Lord of the Rings. This sort of like islands of land overrun and, and flooded with patches of, of deep water, sometimes deceptively deep, sometimes incredibly shallow, a few trees marking this inner section. The outer section of the bog is much more forest-like, more like a mangrove. But as you head closer in towards the blight, nothing large grows. Heading on a little bit further, um, you pass a rather large serpent moving between thickets of grasses and water. As you approach, it dives down under the water, its beady eyes looking up from deep below. Roughly about the length of probably about two to three meters long, this large constrictor-looking snake drops into the water, its eyes looking up from underneath as you walk past. As you get closer though, signs of animal life become far more scarce. Even the insects fall away after a time until you reach what is clearly the border of the blight. A large section of decaying, rotten bushes, algae covering the surface that has turned into this dark, black-grey sludge. What I'd like to know is your marching order and how are you managing to get through this swamp with minimal problems? Um, so, yeah, I think I'll be at the front. Yep. So I might get a survival check from you then, Thrain, if you're going to be leading the party. Did cool. you see there were, there were trees in the swamp? Some oh, trees, good, yeah, a few roll. trees. Not very many. Like, loads further out, but not so much further in. Uh, 18 for survival. Perfect. What were you thinking, Harry? Um, so there's nowhere for Harry to, like, hide and, like, be in flank with the party, but, like, nearby and... Not easily. Kind of scout out? Yeah, okay. N- not very easily. Like, there, there is. I'll get you to do a survival check. Um, separately to the others if you want to try and keep a bit back from them and make your own pathway but if you're not following Thrain you're risking falling into um... okay Harry will follow but he'll duck down to make himself small. look if, if you want it, it depends I know you probably don't want to be seen per se but by all means jump on my back you can be sentry if you wish talking to Harry uh, Harry hops on uh, perfect nice uh, Niles is probably just flying um sort of like huh. hovering above the swamp but like occasionally like landing on a on a good like a, a track the odd tree here and there and then yeah. sort of moving along oh wow crassus is in the swamp oh yeah is he? oops <laughs> <laughs> how did he get here no it says oh, three sorry, on was, the token Don't i was reading i can see the the token it says three. oh i was reading my book sorry i'm actually here whoops no 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 it says uh, it says three so ignore it um <laughs> at you as you get closer um I, sorry yeah actually i, I was gonna ask is anyone else doing anything to help along with this journey through the swamp so thrains um yeah yes so i'll be leading the way and look i'm all about blunt force too so i'll be pushing things out the way i'll be making a path that's probably what i'll be doing at least um yeah i'd probably be like I, i'm pretty tanky as well so i'd probably be either mm, i'd say i'd be taking up the rear you know yeah. what you could also be doing if you're flying your air eyes yeah. You can see things that we cannot see That's and perceive. Yeah. You can see potential deaths. Um, you can yeah. see maybe potential 
uh, tar pits or pits that we. Like, well, uh, I mean, I think Harry. Harry's probably doing that as well. But yeah, I'd be sure. Well, do, do you do you have dark vision? I do. Yeah. How how dark is it in the swamp? That's a good point, actually. Uh, this, it's not that dark. I mean, it's not got its own separate weather pattern from what you can see. Oh, okay. But I will, I will add yeah. that even though the, uh, even though the clouds are, are not too tight and um, there's still plenty of sunlight coming through, that moment when you step over the edge of the blight, the sun just feels less warm. There feels mm. like it's, it just, yeah, it, it feels lesser as you step across. Okay. Yeah, cool. Harry's yeah. just high, on high alert on um, on Thrain's shoulder. Yeah, I imagine Harry's probably keeping an eye on the front, and I'm probably keeping an eye on the back. Yeah, They're kind of hovering above. I'll yep. get you both to roll me perception checks in that case. Sure. Oh, that's good. Alrighty, uh, and then we'll deal with your survival check too. So twelve from Harry, twenty-one from uh, from Niles. Holy shit! Nice. Um, yeah, uh, Harry, from behind, all you can see as you look out the back of the, the party is the way that you've come. Oh, no, sorry, you were looking at the front, were you? No, you were looking behind. No, you were looking at the front. Uh, Harry's at the front, the front. the back. Yeah. Harry's at the front. Uh, that's I'm on Thrain's shoulder. Just yeah, Because like, I mean, Harry's on Thrain's shoulder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the way in front is hard to make anything out, Harry. The, the pathway is very hard to determine because there are sections of water covered in dense algae that almost looks like a section of grass or a section of land. And then as Thrain goes to step in it, his foot plunges into a much deeper uh, deeper channel of water than he was expecting, causing you to sort of like buckle forwards and lose your grip for a few seconds before... <laughs> Just a bit of fun, don't worry about it. <laughs> before regaining your composure. Um... <laughs> The way back, Niles, you get a really clear look. The the moment when you step across into this new blighted area, yeah, there's a sense of unease that comes across you. This land seems unwelcome. Whereas before moving through it, it just felt like a, a wilderness area. There's a sense here, a presence, almost a sound that you can hear, like a low vibration in the air that sets your beak on edge and ruffles your feathers as you fly high above. As you happen to glance forward, Niles, you can see in the very centre of this blighted area is a large island rising above the fetid swamp water with a few ruined trees atop it. In the very centre is a stone obelisk, roughly about eight feet tall, but covered in dark slime. As you all begin to approach Thrain with an 18, giving him a pretty good opportunity to avoid leading you into some of the more dangerous sections of the swamp. As you approach the small island and step up onto it, you can see the obelisk has been aged and weathered by exposure. The surface probably was once polished and smooth. In fact, there may have even been text upon its surface, but years of being left out with the sun and the wind and the rain have eroded it away. This looks ancient and old as you stare across the surface. Niles, I will use your perception for this. Your perception of 21, you can just faintly make out what was once a carving that resembles a large domed shell right in the very center of the obelisk. I think that might be what 
Gunlot was referring to the knifing, the, the curse, perhaps. Um, I think that might be it there. Hmm. Rain, can you still do that loud voice thing? Huh, I mean, could you maybe course. try calling out to Mar- Marla or uh, Marla or just be like, hey, we are friends here to save you. Please do not attack us. Perfect. I will say exactly as you said. I, at the top of my lungs at three times, um, my my voice booms throughout Holy the land. In, in exactly what uh, L- uh, Lara just said. Oh, my. As you do this, I'm actually going to get a nature check from Ember. As a druid, I am going to oh, get yeah. a nature check from you. There is something here that you may notice passively, <clears throat> so I will get a nature check from you. Harry, Harry to... also just got the biggest fright of what? his life. His ear was right next to Oh my god, it's so oh, true. <laughs> oh yeah. More brain damage for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> 12, Ember. Yeah. Ember, you'd not heard of the word knithing before. That's not something you're familiar with. But the land definitely seems to have been damaged in some way. There's a sense of something wrong here. The blight that was referred to, you think you've seen something similar a long time ago. After the ruin, but well before your uh, birth and before your druid circle and enclave started experimenting with fire. <clears throat> there was a druid circle that uh, of, of Furbolgs who attempted to control decay and the natural decomposition of the wilds. No one's really sure exactly what happened, but the decay from that point where the the very center of their enclave where they were experimenting spread and could not be stopped almost moving like a a virus or an infection across the land in fact ember you know that the very first wildfire druids tapped into fire magic to control and destroy that same spread that's where the origin of the Uh, fire druids comes from the wildfire druids was to sometimes you need to destroy to protect and to save the natural order of things you're not quite sure what this blight was having never experienced it yourself but the stories of it and how it's described to you it lines up way too well with where you're standing right now might not be the exact same location you know that that location was destroyed by a fire <clears throat> Excuse me, and is now a an ashen scar where nothing grows at the very centre of that that druid grove. The land around it healing once the the grove had been destroyed with fire, but that blight and that description of it. I mean, you were told stories of this from your earliest days as a fire druid. This just there's something in your mind that makes that connection with a twelve. This just seems too similar. As Thrain. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, Simon. No, no, no. I was just thinking because I, I would have been. I mean, going through the area, we're discussing where people were standing. I don't think I would have been too far in. I think I would have been quite distressed while walking in, seeing yeah. so much death of plant life and everything. So, is there any like? So, are we talking about there's essentially no plant life where we are now? There is. There's plant life. It's there's algae, there's bushes, there's shrubs, um, there's water weeds growing underneath. All sorts of of um, overgrown vines but 
They seem sickly, Ember, almost like they're struggling to survive when around them outside of this zone, the rest of the swamp is thriving. I mean, you see a, a thriving ecosystem outside of here, but as you step across, there's no insects. There's no vertebrates. There's no fish. There's no birds. The only living things within this circle appear to be the plants, and they are not doing well. They seem sickly. And, I mean, to your eyes, the, the the one that probably stands out the most is the algae has turned into some sort of slime mold that is covering almost every surface with this dark green-gray layer of slime. You know it's growing, but it seems wrong. This whole area seems wrong. Lyra, do you want to say what you've just typed out loud? <laughs> <laughs> I think if she's sort of probably hanging towards sort of the back of the party, I mean, the other guys, they've all got this. She's like, this is really good mushroom sort of location. So she's probably just like, like, you know, a little uh, flower girl at a wedding just with mushroom spores. The druids druids are having vastly different experiences. (laughs) Well, um, Lyra, this does not stay subtle for long. The first patch of spores that you throw out as you enter this area grow explosively feeding on the necrotic energy infusing the soil you watch as the mycelium spreads fungi sprouting from the earth around you the and, and choking the the weeds and choking the grasses in a thick layer of mycelium the fungi pulse ominously with these dark gray veins moving through them where the mycelium has drawn the necrotic energy Something is very wrong here. Um, I'm going to say that Ember sees you do this, <laughs> given that Ember's deliberately <laughs> looking around, getting stock of the lay of the land. Um, I mentioned he's, he's going a bit slower too. He's yeah, just and, so and so I literally <laughs> just described Ember slowing down a bit, being a bit more reticent to just charge on in. Ember, you watch as this druid who I would say at this point has demonstrated a love of fungi that is probably beyond the realms of what you would consider normal and sane, um, just flings a whole bunch of spores into an area charged with clearly necrotic energy and is surprised when they seem to grow ominously and quickly in front of you. Lyra and Ember, you immediately recognize the mushrooms growing from this. These are death caps sprouting. You, whatever spores no. that you were using before. It's Leon Gather all over again. Oh no. The mushrooms sprout and take on this sickly white grey appearance. Oh man. Death cap spores. I think that's what death caps look like. They're like a grey white colour, aren't they? Yeah, 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 grey white. <laughs> My lord. They're, they're also, actually the apparently the mushrooms that killed the people at that place. Yeah, they are. Place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. So safe to handle, not safe to eat. Yes. Well, the thing is, they look very similar to like your uh, standard portobello mushrooms, and that's part do, of the problem, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, so, so for I, anyone, I recognise that it's poisonous because I'd, I'd, I'd like to. If I see it grow so quickly, I'd probably go over and try and grab one. Yeah. Depending on I, how. I will say for it. anyone at home wondering how, how you can identify a death cat versus a portobello, portobellos have dark grey ridges underneath the cap of the mushroom. Death caps do not. So uh, if it's got the dark grey ridges, uh, don't eat it. Don't fucking eat wild mushrooms if you don't know what they are. If you're I, relying on me for information, you're an idiot. 
Um, but if you wanted to quickly identify them for a fantasy world, that is how yeah. you have a difference. If you were to forage for mushrooms, I think there's like mushroom doing. like know identify apps and stuff, and definitely put it up. On don't Facebook even trust the apps. Just know what I, you're doing. Yeah, know what yeah. you're doing. I, I would, I I would mean, say like, yeah. that we live in a society where you can purchase things that you want to eat. You don't need to forage. Um, why oh, me and my, we, we go foraging all the time. We um, we get these really cool mushrooms. They're um, pine mushrooms. We eat them. But you know what you're doing. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I've done it since with my grandfather. Yeah, if you, so. if yeah, exactly. Uh, that's that's yeah. my point. If you, if you don't know, if you don't know how to identify years. them, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ember, as that's you walk tough. on over and poke at the mushrooms, immediately as you push against it, the side of the mycelium wall, which should be strong, the chitin inside the mushroom should give it um, strength and rigidity. As you push against it the cap begins to deflate into sludge, this dark black sludge that moves down, and you have to sort of flick it off your fingers as you see these mushrooms slowly succumbing to the same decay. After growing really rapidly and looking really healthy, you realize very quickly that they're not as healthy as they first looked. These mushrooms are feeding on the decay, but it's feeding on them as well. Well, I was, I mean, I was hoping that they would just kind of sort of spread around, eat up a lot of the decay, uh, decay, sort of start the ecosystem over again, but I guess this death must be in the air. This whole place is, is, is cursed, I feel. There's something uneasy about it. It's hard to describe. All right, we've delayed long enough. We'll jump back to Thrain's shout. As oh, perfect. Thrain yes. stands upon yeah. the island and screams out. What do you scream out specifically? Um, I think you said what, Mauler. What Ellie, um, yeah, because Ellie told me to say it. Like, Lyra yeah. told me to say it, so I just called oh, yeah. that. So, Mauler, was... we're um, here to save you. We are friends. Please don't attack us. Perfect. Yep. That. But at three times volume, my yeah. max volume, three times that. For a moment, because, there's yep. nothing but silence and the echo of this almighty shout <laughs> bouncing back off the trees in the far distance, muted and warped by the distance. And then a shudder runs through the land, a ripple moving out from the center of the island. And then another. And then you watch as in front of you, a section of island begins to shudder and shake. The water streaming away as it rises up before you. An enormous shell that you mistook for a patch of rocky land emerges. Easily 30, 40 feet. Just the tip of the shell rising above as it begins to push away the land, crumbling underneath. And then off towards your right... An explosion of mud and soil and water as an enormous clawed foot rises up and slams down back into the earth. A wave of water shooting up and splashing your feet. And then another. And another. And another. (laughs) Suddenly the island underneath your feet begins to rumble and cracks down the middle before opening up the section of land where you're standing, falling away, causing you to stumble backwards in alarm as a huge head rises free. Long and sinuous, like a tortoise, covered in plates of what looks to be a very hard scale shell-like material. The water and mud 
choked with weeds and vines grappled through. You can see roots have embedded themselves along the ridges of this plated head. As the head turns and shakes slowly free, sending this debris showering down onto you below, one enormous eye slowly opens and looks down at you. And as the head turns to get you into view, these massive eyes fill the field of vision. You hear a voice. Who are you to wake me from my slumber? You look like barely more than a mouthful. Ah, lovely to meet you. My name is Thane. We have been sent here from Yal. Um, uh, what's it? Gangarnlot. That's the one. Yes, that. We've been sent here to help with the curse. We're here to break it. You. It's the new generation of hill giants. They feel bad about what their predecessors did. You all talk too fast. Slow down. We cannot understand you. Always in such a rush. (laughs) And the turtle sneezes, sending a gout of mucus slamming into a nearby tree, covering it in this layer of slime. That's a good crack of thunder. Did the microphone pick that up? That is really good. Yeah, wow. Holy shit. I love how you I love how the, the turtle dragon does a, a big old sneeze. Sneeze. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Wow. Um, as, the, as the dragon turtle looks down at all of you. You said something about the curse. You mean the nithing. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> We've been sent here to kill the battlegeist. I'm not going slow. It's not really throwing. It's really catching. <laughs> Niles, Niles tries to go slow for the, uh, the victor. You will try. And I will watch you die. <laughs> That's a challenge. I accept it. We won't die. Well, I won't at least. I don't can't speak for these. I just met them only a day ago. Oh, I not even. Uh, don't you worry. I mean, I feel quite you cold. can't help it. I no, it would be dishonorable to ask him for help. help against these things. They bind me here. I have tried biting. I have tried clawing, stomping, hacking, slashing, crushing. Nothing kills them. I just want to die now. Oh, no, you still have such such more to offer this world. Well, I will watch you die first. (laughs) <laughs> Many have tried. You said that there were. Uh, you said that there were more than one 
Barrow, Gast, was it how many are there that find you here? There is one Barrow Gast, two mud creatures that do its bidding. It will come soon. The smell of your fresh blood will call it. Oh. I think with that, Lyra brings out the symbiote and Shillelagh, just with imminent battle. Harry, Harry, hides, Harry hides in the tree. To hasten the other- it. To hasten it and give it our precise location, I'm going to prick my finger. Ooh, very nice. (laughs) (laughs) I I just look back at the turtle. I look back at the turtle and say, any other words of wisdom? Oh, great one. (laughs) As I take up a defense. I miss (laughs) fruit. Before you die, do you have any fruit in your pack? I have had to eat the sludge and roots for far too long. Um, would Niles realistically have any dried fruits? Perhaps, probably. Like I'm just thinking Niles, Niles probably would. You're, although you are an animal. Harry so. does. Harry's hiding in the tree, but you just, oh, you just yeah, feel yeah. a pouch, a pouch hit you from the side. Harry's just <laughs> some, the with some apples, <laughs> apples and apricots in it. Yeah. You throw it at me to give to him? Yeah, yeah. But you don't see Harry. I just think it and it appears. It just comes to me. Whoa. Wow. I have, I have become an apple mancer. I may summon fruit to me in times of need. <laughs> an apple mancer. I love that. As, uh, as the bag of fruit enemy. hits you, Mauler sort of sniffs. Oh, you do have fruit. Give it to us before you die, and the barrel ghast consumes you. And she opens her enormous maw. You can see that slime cakes the internal beak, covering sections of her uh, of her internal uh, areas as well as well as her tongue. I just say, well, if what you say is true and we are all going to die to these creatures, we can't let this good fruit go to waste, can we? Um, I kind of look around to see who threw it at me. <laughs> and I can't see Harry. Harry's, then, Harry's gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I just shrug and uh, I throw the, the fruit into its mouth. Perfect. Um, as the fruit lands on her mouth, she slams her jaws shut like a clam. <laughs> Oh, I had missed the sweet taste of... And sneezes again as an enormous glob of mucus slams into another tree, barely missing you, Niles. Um, um, you, you, you see, you see Harry fall out from the tree he's hiding in. in the- <laughs> Covered in mucus. Actually, it probably would be that tree too, actually. Yeah, there's not many other trees. <laughs> Do you have any youths with you? Uh, any what? Youths. Like, like young, young people? Yes, less than 100 years old. Oh, oh I think, I like look around and I'm like, I think that's, I think we're uh, all. Well, 20 age or soul so. age. 
that explains the... Ah, ah, Slams down into the water this time. Oh, God. I don't like young things. They make my nose and throat and ears itch. It's the world of in the swamp. Oh, the Barrowgast has come. <laughs> Goodbye, younglings. Thank you for the fruit. <laughs> and as Maula lays her head down on the edge of the water, you hear this <gasps> from behind you. And as you turn, oh. rising up through the swamp, you see an enormous flabby form. Whoa, that's cool. Oh, what is that? I was an not enormous that thing. giant-like oh, form covered in decaying flesh, a large open wound cutting it from shoulder to navel across the very center, its heart beating in place, the ribs partially exposed. You can see this black Icarus blood leaking from in between this open wound as it rises up easily as tall as a hill giant. The creature turns and shambles in your direction. And that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight. Yes, (laughs) looking forward to it. Yeah, let's go. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us tonight. For those of you who are loving Mauler and have figured out the reference um Mauler was a chat summoned uh N- npc summoned by um mallow gallo tallow tim um i hope i got that right mallow gallo tallow tim i did um summoned by mallow gallo tallow tim a reference to the never-ending story Mauler from the never-ending story um really really cool npc thank you so much uh mallow gallo, mallow gallo tallow tim for summoning that creature uh, this was the perfect time to introduce it as part of the story, and uh, I have used the uh, the dragon turtle stat block. Um, because perfect. why not, hey? Awesome. Uh, if you are watching us live, don't go anywhere. We're going to go raid one of these other lovely channels that we often go raid on a Wednesday night. I think it looks like... Oh, doesn't Quickly, like anybody... Before you raid, we have a question in chat about how oh, we... We have a question from chat. NPCs. How do we summon NPCs? That's a good question. You can use your channel points. For those of you watching live, um, you will be accruing channel points. If you click down the bottom, it's called inspiration. You can use it to um, do normal Twitch stuff like highlight a message or choose an emote. You can also use it to do really cool things like uh, give disadvantage or give advantage to the players or to me, to create an NPC or to summon a creature, a monster that people can, uh, that these guys can fight. Um, if I'm playing a video game, you can also use it to um, put me in a challenge mode where I have to uh, abide by the rules of a challenge that you come up with. So um, if there's ever ever any time you're watching us live, you can you can do really cool things like that. I hope that so I can just the give myself advantage, right, Owen? Uh, no, because you are playing no. in this campaign, and if you are one of Otherwise... the players, you cannot spend it on yourself. But you can spend it on other campaigns that you're not a part of. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have 85,000 points. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, There is also a new one coming soon called Wild Magic Surge um, that you can spend to trigger a Wild Magic Surge. I have a a D100 Wild Magic Surge table. I am just finishing up the final touches to it. Uh, You can put it there. Can the DM spend channel points? 
the DM doesn't really need to spend channel points. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like being the DM is like having infinite channel points so that I can spend yeah, whenever no, I want I mean, anyway. So I feel like you need to spend them to make an NPC. I need to spend them to make an then, NPC. Okay, yeah. well that's okay because as the as the host of the Lost Archives, I also have infinite inspiration, so that's easy. Um, <laughs> I literally on Twitch have like an infinity symbol next to the uh, the channel points oh, button. Wow, nice. <laughs> so oh, wow. easy piece. Cool. So I guess technically, yes, I am spending channel points every time I do this stuff. Um, nice, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure running a session once again. Um, thank you so much. We will see you all again really, really soon. But until then, stay safe. Stay well and see you all again next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.